0: Hello, you're listening to the Clear Money Program's online radio show. I'm your host, Sarah Kurth, Community Relations Coordinator at Denver Community Credit Union. Denver Community is a not-for-profit financial cooperative serving the people of Denver, Arapaho, and Adams Counties. On this show, I'd like to welcome Jim Hall, a professional certified Focal Point business coach and the Director of Business Services at Denver Community Credit Union. On this program, we'll be talking about five new th- five things that they don't teach you in business school, but should. Hi, Jim. Thank you for joining me.
1: Good morning, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me.
0: My pleasure.
1: Well, as you mentioned today, I'm going to be touching on five critical topics that they simply don't teach you in business school. Many business owners, executives, and leaders they actually do not go to school for the area that they are working in day to day. Most are doing daily tasks and have multiple responsibilities that were not foreseen at the time they, were, um, they selected their area of focus in school. So the five topics I'm going to be touching briefly on today are the multitasking myth, which has to do with focus, the three eyes of the business owner, which has to do with visioning, the difference between urgent and important, which has to do with time management, the 1% difference, which has to do with business improvement, and goals versus dreaming, which has to do with goal setting. Uh, if you're ready, um, let's get started.
0: Absolutely. Let's dive right in.
1: Great. The first one I'm going to talk about is called the multitasking myth. Multitasking is something that everyone thinks they're good at and do well and do effectively, but I will tell you that is simply not true, especially when working on deep thinking tasks or projects or even repetitive tasks. For example, if you would take a piece of paper and write the word multitasking in block letters, all caps it would take you about 5 to 7 seconds to do that. And then if you were to write the numbers 1 through 12 on the same sheet of paper right beneath it, it would take you about 5 to 7 seconds to do that. Now, if you were to alternate between the letters in the word multitasking and the numbers 1 to 12, m1, u2, l3, and write it that way, it would take you between uh, 15 to 30 seconds to do that task. That's a 3 to 6 times Difference, and you can only imagine that the difference there is that significant. But it only involves writing. You're simply writing numbers versus letters and alternating. Now imagine you're multitasking between an important written proposal, reviewing some budget projections, reading a resume, answering emails, texting your kids, etc. It's simply impossible to be efficient and potentially even successful in this kind of an environment. Focus on the most important task and work on it until finished for maximum efficiency and success. Also, bundle similar tasks into a group and do all of them in a row, such as paying bills, invoicing clients, reading resumes, etc. as this efficiency is gained by allowing you to develop a process and a system and, a, and get your brain wired to maximize the flow efficiency. As you can see, multitasking simply does not work. So, one of my key responsibilities as a coach is to ensure my clients are focused on the most important things and work on them until each task is fully complete.
0: Great. Thank you for sharing that good advice. What's next?
1: The next one I want to talk about is called the three eyes of the business owner. Business owners really work with three different sets of eyes. There's the forward-looking eye, which is the eye of the entrepreneur. This is the eye that they used when they were concepting and conceiving their business, maybe even their business model, maybe even their product. They were looking into the future. However, once they start their business, they tend to look through the eyes of the second set of eyes for the business owner, which is the eyes of the manager, which is typically eyes looking backwards how we performed in the last day, month, quarter, year over year, those types of things. Mm-hmm. Managers tend to look at the path. Then the third set of eyes business owners have is called the eyes of the technician. These are the eyes that are working on the day-to-day tasks of the business. If the business owner is a dentist, they're spending their time being a dentist. If their business owner is a marketing professional, they're spending their day working on marketing tasks. The difference is the most successful business owners dedicate a certain amount of time, at least one hour a week, to look through the eye of the entrepreneur. Most business owners get so sucked into looking through the eyes of the manager and the eyes of the technician that they fail to see the opportunities and challenges and the future of their business and miss opportunities or miss challenges that come their way in ways to be successful for the long term. So one of the things I need to make sure my clients do is that they're dedicating time for this and make my clients and I spend a great deal of time together uh, dealing with this. And it's really the main focus of my time with the business owner. So if you're a business owner, please don't forget to spend time looking through the eye of the entrepreneur, which, as I said, is looking to the future.
0: Great. That's definitely business advice that every business owner can use. Could you touch on the urgent versus important items for business owners?
1: You bet. Many business owners confuse urgent and important. Uh, the key difference is that urgent tasks have a time component. They need to be done in a at a certain time or in a certain amount of time or by a certain time. So there's a time component associated with urgent. While while the word important or important tasks have an impact or an impact on your business, good or bad, small or large, they have an impact on the success or failure of your business. Now, some tasks are both urgent and important. These are the most critical. It is vitally important that business owners understand which tasks that they do are urgent and important and assign tasks a priority. I use the system of taking a written task list, writing down all of your tasks on a sheet of paper and prioritizing them what I call the a d e method so you look at your task list and decide what tasks are priority a and a equals absolutely must do. I have got to get this task done. It is important and it is urgent, and I have to get this done on time to re- to avoid. The penalty or receive the benefit of the impact it imposes on my business so those are your a tasks the next level of tasks are the b tasks these are things you you better do these are things that are important but are not necessarily urgent they're important to get done they have a huge impact on your business but they don't have to be done before the urgent and important a tasks so these are your b tasks the next level of tasks are your C tasks these are things that you could do these are things that are considered urgent but not important or even important but not urgent but don't rise to the level of an A or a B level task the next level are D tasks and these are things that you need to delegate these are things that you should not be spending your time as a business owner on because they don't rise to the level of a B or C typically these are things that are urgent but not important but they can be delegated to subordinates, vendors, uh, other people you work with and, and through in your business to be successful with the right amount of training and discussion. These are your D tasks. You should delegate these level of tasks. And the final tasks are things that are not urgent and are not important. These are your E tasks. You should eliminate these tasks altogether. They're clutter, they're junk, you waste, they're time wasters, They take you away from the things that make your business successful, and you need to to just discount them completely and get them out of your to-do list altogether. It will take some work. Uh, When you first start doing this method as a business owner, you tend to think everything's an A task, but you need to really critically look at the things that you spend your time on and absolutely must do things and then better do need to rise to the top of that pile every day. So as you can see, keeping a a written task list, prioritizing them by the A-to-E method and focusing only on the most critical tasks will make the best use of the business owner's limited time.
0: Right. It sounds like every business could use that method to improve their prioritization setting even if they don't own the business.
1: I agree. Many, Many of my clients simply are business executives or leaders looking to improve their performance and not necessarily business owners. They get a great deal of benefit working with me as a business coach on the success of their team and of their company.
0: Yeah, I would think so. So now let's shift the discussion to your 1% difference concept.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Many people, many business people set large goals. Um, You've always heard of the, the big, large goals, the big, hairy goals that are simply unreasonable, such as 20% annual growth when you've only grown 1% a year for the last five years, those types of things. But when you decide to simply get 1% better each month in one critical area of your business, you will see exponential returns of over 40 even 80% at the end of a year's time. The key is benchmarking and measuring these critical areas. Working with focal points, tested improving strategies, working with a business coach, many business owners and leaders have improved their performance many multiples over their current level. And with surprisingly little effort and in less time than they could ever have imagined. So just focus on being one percent better in one area of your business every month. Sustainable improvement is what we go for with focal point business coaching.
0: Excellent. So now let's talk about your final insight, goals versus dreaming.
1: You bet. Uh, Many business people set goals that are more often dreams. If your goals are not smart goals, which means they uh, have certain characteristics, they have very little chance of being achieved. Goals, in a nutshell, must be smart. This is another acronym that I work with. The letter S stands for the word specific. Your goals must be specific. The goal must be as specific as possible, and the more specific, the better. For example, I like to use health in, in in general. If your goal is, I want to be healthier, well, what does that mean? Does that mean you want to have a higher heart, uh, better cholesterol level? Does that mean you want to have l- less weight, a lower belt size? What does that mean? Be as specific as possible. Instead of saying, I want to be healthier, that's a great concept or vision that's not a goal the goal is i want to lose 10 pounds
0: right. that
1: is a very that is a very specific component of a goal the next thing is it must be measurable again i want to be healthier well that's great what does that mean how do you measure health there's many ways to measure health very specifically what do you want to measure i want to measure my weight well you should buy a good scale to see where you're at and where you want to go and measure your progress along that path to reach your goal. The second component of SMART goals is the letter A, is that they're aligned with your values. Your goals must align with your values. If you want to get healthier, for example, but you really don't in your heart have health as one of your core values, your chance of success is very, very small. You have to truly want to get healthier and to lose the weight. So it must be aligned with your values. I'll tell you a short story with one of the coaches I work with, had a client who his business goal was to be the VP of marketing for his company. And he worked five years on this goal to become the VP of marketing. Well, during that five years, his parents both died of cancer. And he took that very hard. At the end of the day, he became the VP of marketing within his five-year goal. He achieved that goal. However, he was a health nut. And Unfortunately, when he achieved that goal shortly thereafter, he suffered a nervous breakdown. The reason was because he became the VP of marketing for a tobacco company. Hmm. His goal and his business that he was in was not aligned with his values, and he failed to realize this until, unfortunately, it was almost too late. So make sure that the work you're doing, the goals you set, the things you spend your time on are aligned with your values as a business owner. The third component of the SMART goal is the letter R, which stands for realistic. Goals simply have to be realistic. It's great to have a big, hairy goal, but ge- but generally speaking, you need to have goals that are realistic, a reasonable expectation. If your mind, if your brain doesn't truly believe you can achieve a goal, it will do everything it can to not achieve it. It will be its own worst enemy. Your brain and your mind, this is how human nature and human just human uh, physiology works, you have to believe that you can achieve a goal to actually have any chance of success of achieving it. So make sure your goals are realistic. I'm not saying don't make them challenging. I'm not saying don't make them a bit of a stretch goal. Don't make them t-ball goals, but they must be realistic because if you don't believe you can achieve it, you're probably not going to achieve it. And you're certainly not going to convince your team that you can achieve it if you don't believe that you could achieve. So, be your goals be realistic. Finally, the letter for the last part of uh, smart goals is the letter T. Is for time bounded. You need to have an end date. You will achieve this goal by ninety days from now. Have a deadline set. And if it's a longer goal of say a year or more deadline, you need to set goals within that larger goal to have benchmarks within the time frame of achieving your overarching goal. So the last letter is time-bounded. So to summarize, SMART goals are specific, they're measurable, they are aligned with your values, they are realistic, and they are time-bounded. So as your coach, I work with all my clients to ensure you have SMART goals and so that you and your team are clear about what you're trying to achieve.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your time and insights with our listeners, Jim. Any final thoughts?
1: Yeah, one word action if you don't take action on the most important things that will improve your business success you will go nowhere you will stay exactly where you are or even worse you'll be getting passed by your competition deciding to take action and actually taking action are two very very different person to engage with a coach that will focus on you so you can focus on your business Business coaches are solely focused on you and your business success, and that is what I do with my clients, is to help them achieve their business goals. Every business owner listening should contact me for a free one-hour consultation at 303-912-7177 or email me at jhall at com, and I'm happy to talk to you about your business and helping you achieve success.
0: Thanks, Great. Sarah. Thank you. Thanks again, Jim. Follow Denver Community on Twitter or Facebook for personal finance tips and community news. Our website is DenverCommunity.coop/education. Thanks for listening.